in a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there, and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Tasteless, with a side order of bizarre, SS Hellcamp is a fairly horrid and entirely silly Nazi exploitation movie. The film is as rare as hen's teeth, but that's only due to there only being about 200 copies of it being produced at the time. So it's very desirable amongst collectors even if they're not really searching for it, for its content. Director Luigi Bazzella, a man who is willing to put his name to nude for Satan, but not this, manages to create a film of such alarming extremes, but without any real tension. It's probably for the best that the film doesn't manage to keep actually keep a serious tone. It's a carnival of monstrosities with weird freak show ideas. Amongst his moments is a woman being eaten by gerbils that are meant to be rats and a monster of a man consuming pubic hair. Heil Hitler! And as far as your god is concerned... Well, you should know that we Germans have always had him behind us. It's an exclusive privilege of our race. Now he's ready to give us a demonstration that would make the god Eros go They've murdered Irene and arrested Christina and Don Lorenzo. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's get on with freeing them. And the awful thing is that... And I assure you that very soon you'll have these swine under lock and key. You'll see. You and me, we're going to... We'll conquer nation. You're hurting me. Set in a Nazi concentration camp where a woman scientist keeps crazed man cranked on aphrodisiacs, the film stars the means to go on. The naked woman stripped and thrown into a cage with the rapist. The story follows as a, an evil senior female SS officer and doctor, played by Masha Miguel, who's created a, a man-monster sex beast was ramped up on these aphrodisiacs. While he's busy tearing his way through women and, and uh, women, men and women in prison pr- prisoners are forced to endure group interrogations, electric shocks, rape and beatings. In the meantime, a group of Italian partisans from the local village are preparing to attack the Nazi camp. Now he's ready to give us a demonstration that would make the god Eros go green with envy. 
Dr. Crash, I beg you, listen to reason. Don't go too far. Can't you be satisfied with the results so far? The price that the human race would have to pay could be too high. Your studies could create a biological catastrophe. <laughs> Are you so worried? On my behalf? Or on yours? Nothing to say? Let's proceed. I'm certain that my creature will give you a demonstration of its virility that no human being could be capable of imagining. See, dear doctor, and appreciate the immolation of the chosen virgin, who, without realizing it, will be sacrificing herself to science. <laughs> Very well. Open that door. Um. You're very pretty. I can tell that you'll be appreciated. She was chosen from the special batch. So you must be one of those who refuse to collaborate. Am I right? Well, now, you'll find out for yourself that we Germans aren't nearly as bad as we're painted, you know. Come on. Don't be frightened. I only want you to experience a moment of intense pleasure. The Bestier in Calor, also known as SS Hell Camp, SS Experiment Camp, uh, Experiment Part Two, The Beast in Heat, and Horrifying Experiments of the SS Last Day, as it's uh, actually known on the video nasty title card when it when you watch it, was made in 1977 in Italy. For me, there doesn't seem to be much point going into the detail of exactly how dumb a film it is. The film mixes painfully old stock footage, terrible dubbing, gunfights that wouldn't seem out of place in a schoolyard, and indeed one set. It's incredibly cheap. This single set is a laboratory with a cage in the middle, with some cheap costumes, poor lighting and inept editing. The film actually contains reused war footage, much of it obviously shot on different film stock, and scenes from Quando Sonora La Campana, uh, another film uh, by the same director, Batzella. The lab scenes occupy about 40 minutes of the final movie, and uh, several actors from Quando uh, Sonora La Campana uh, Panana, uh, were uh, rehired to provide a link with the new footage. It seems a little obvious to point out, therefore, that the film wasn't if the film wasn't so offensive, it probably would have dropped off the radar by now. Indeed, before it was on the nasties list, very few people had picked up a copy at all. It was released uncut on VHS in June in 1983 by JV, uh, JVI, banned in October 83 when it was added to the official nasties list. It remained throughout the scare and became one of the rarest collectible for DPP 39s. And indeed the film is still banned in the UK, although no one's actually put a submission forward for it since the banning. I know I say that I don't normally criticise films for being poor, but it's difficult to kind of give, give you a proper feel for the film without pointing out exactly how uh, amateurish 
certain elements of it are. So all this begs the question of how the film came into existence in the first place. The film actually duplicates the formula of the surprise hit Ilse, She-Wolf of the SS, for it, which was made in 1974, and its sequels, which popularised the Nazi exploitation subgenre again, particularly in Italian cinema. Uh, Maka Magali's uh, sexy yet cruel SS dominatrix is clearly painted on uh, the Ilsa character that was played by Dwayne Fawn. In fact, Salvatore Baccaro, who plays the Beast, was a character actor who previously played a similar role as a bestial prisoner mate in Salon Kitty. <laughs> Now, Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS was actually a 1975 American Nazi exploitation film produced in the US. The film was directed by Don Edmonds and produced by David F. Friedman, a man we've spoken of before with Blood Feast and Love Camp 7, and was written by Jonah Royston. It is better, crueler, uh, crueler and probably vastly more successful than this film. And it became a, it was actually created because of the belated success of Love Cup 7 in Canada. So this Italian rip-off of, of Ilse uh, with the Beast and Heat was all the work of uh, Luigi Bazzella. Now, Bazzella was a hack who'd make anything if there was money to be made. He created a pistol for Django, one of the numerous Django spaghetti westerns. He made war films such as When the Bell Tolls, which features footage in this film. Erotic horror with Nude for Satan, where he kind of cribbed off um, the Jesus Francos of the world. And Uktung, the Desert Tigers, which is also a Nazi exploitation film and features some of the same stock footage. He actually managed to make 15 films, which he also edited and wrote himself most of them. They were all made on incredibly low budgets. His first three films were westerns shot in the same town, featuring scenes from each other inserted into the narrative and stock footage. He produced three war films several years later, which feed into each other again. Bazella died in uh, November of 2008, and he's kind of loved by cult film fans just because his uh, his films are quite so... Uh, they they are they have a certain aesthetic, you know. They they they're, they're fans of bad cinema love them because they so they look just so uh, silly, and uh, cult fans like him because you know he was able to make films and um, make money off them as well, and working on incredibly low budgets is a, is an impressive goal anyway. Fans of SS Hellcamp kind of love it because just how cheesy and unpleasant it can be it kind of it doesn't 
just uh, it, it starts at extremes and it's not able to really maintain that but um, it kind of races towards the shock and uh, oh, you know, fair play for him for that so if you want a quick rundown of some of the more unusual atrocities contained here then for example a baby is thrown in the air and then shot with a machine gun although to be fair it probably is that close up of hair, hair mun- pubic hair munching which caught the eye of prosecutors simply because it happened so early on in the film. If I was being cynical and also um, a bit of a bit of a bell end, really, the, the biggest crimes uh, frequent the uh, historical inaccuracies. The comical way seventies hair is hidden away beneath uh, Nazi uh, hats, jars, obviously unsurprisingly, substantially. As to the comic leaps between action and stock footage. So the continuity is poor. The ideas are horrible. The dubbing, as would you be expected with a film of this quality, is atrocious. And the sex and violence for some, and certainly for people at the time of the 80s, deeply troubling. But for fans of the high camp, daft and offensive, I would argue that it's the perfect evening in. Certainly as well, if you have a, a real taste for um, incredible uh, low-budget OTT frills. Lieutenant Muller! Muller! Yes, Captain? Don't just stand there like a dummy! Of course not, sir. I've just had a call from General Corson, who very kindly informed me that the partisans have blown up the Lombardone Bridge. You knew the strategic importance of that bridge. Explain yourself. I don't know what informed me earlier. You'll be court-martialed for dereliction of duty. You gave me express orders that you weren't to be disturbed for any reason at all. Are you trying to justify your mistakes? Had the whole area closely searched. We must flush out these partisans once and for all. Meanwhile, Arrest ten or so men taken at random from the families in the village. But there are only women, old men, and children left. Right. The fathers, wives, and children. Of those bandits. We will search all the young women that fall into our hands. Right, so short but sweet this week. I kind of um, I've been talking a lot about this recently with uh, with Laura, who uh, helps me with the the edits and the editing and, and and kind of formulate my ideas for the podcast. And I uh, was saying about you know the way um, you know, all all these films have fans, and uh, I wanted to kind of with this. I think it is incredibly easy as a piece of art because it's barely <laughs> it barely works functions on that level um, as you know uh, uh, to dismiss it effectively to kind of say well this is crap it, uh, and every time I do that and I've done it you know and a lot of it is personal opinion for example I'm not a massive fan of the devil hunter and I, I think I might have had a go at that and somebody points out that you know, you know what it's this the stuff that people really enjoy and uh, with the Nazi plantation films, the only one I really hold up as being, you know, I mean, Love Camp Seven has the ability of coming first, although I don't think it's particularly good. But um, 
you know, I'm really, I mean, I'm looking forward to doing SS Experiment Camp because I just find it so, I mean, I enjoy that probably the way somebody would enjoy the Beast in the Heat if they're a fan of just being camp and stupid and daft and, you know, that line between tasteless and obscene and, and not, and not in this film, it isn't, isn't obscene, it, 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 but it is, you know, tasteless. And I think it's good to kind of, to talk about that a little bit, you know, and, and kind of get that feeling across and, and to prove that, you know, people can dismiss the nasties as, as trash. And I didn't want to do that and I don't want to do it still. You know, we're here to kind of, you know, talk about these films and I think that's important. You know, just to give them their own time, you know, to kind of, and you know, at least give you a feel for the experience of the film, even if it's not something you particularly want to watch yourself. Thanks for everyone who's been in contact with me. Um, there's no specific feedback for this film. Um, <laughs> make of that what you will. Uh, if you want to watch it, I'm fairly sure it's on YouTube. Um, obviously, because, you know, why wouldn't The Beast and Heat be on YouTube? Um, so, you know, if, if at any point you're listening to this and you want to get in contact with me, please do. I'm happy to talk about any of the films on the list, really. And uh, if you want it read out, then let me know and I will I will read it out as well. And you can share your opinions on these movies. There's a few ways to get hold of me. Uh, you can get hold of me by email. You can send MP3 or, uh, you know, written uh, stuff over to videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, videonastiespodcast.com, and leave a comment on any of the um, any of the, uh, the the articles that are up there. Um, you know, it's been, been running for over a year and a half now, so there's, there's plenty of data to, to get around. And I'm, I'm pleased to say that you know the numbers of people listening and, and going and going to the website have, have, are always going up, and uh, so that's very heartening. And, and um, you know, as we're coming to the end of the run. You know, you can't really start adding more content when there isn't more content to add. So I'm pleased that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's always done. I've always been, you know, it's always, I've always been lucky with the podcast that people have been willing to listen to it and to communicate with me. So uh, I'm really pleased with that. Ah, so next week, um, shocker, shocking film. <laughs> um, going through the old paper archives, there's a brilliant, there's this film, um, it's mentioned occasionally, but it's more alluded to. Um, it is a, a far more interesting film in terms of its background rather than its actual, you know, execution. It is the most um, film which is uh, led by its reputation and its marketing rather than its actual narrative content. It's snuff. So, until then, take care. And I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film.
the last injection of levodroxina I'm administering to the subject in my experiment. The effects of which should confirm precisely with the studies we've conducted up to this point. Don't you agree, Doctor? You seem to be perplexed. That is quite true. Because I think what we're doing isn't quite correct. No one can play God cynically trying to change the nature of a human being like we're doing here. You surprise me. You're actually preaching to me. I'd never have known that, despite your scientific mind, you have a priest's heart. No, Dr. Crush. I am a human being. <laughs> <laughs>